Welcome to Ramplify, a student-centered, career-focused podcast hosted by the Center for Career Equity, Development, and Success at Suffolk University. This podcast is used to highlight the resources offered in the university's career center while amplifying the voices of everyone who contributes to our vibrant community. Carrie Young is the host of Paths in Progress, a podcast telling the stories of people in a wide variety of career paths who pursued all kinds of college majors and minors, often with bumps and detours along the way. Carrie recently contacted our show to chat about our overlap interests with audience and subject matter. Like the Career Center, Carrie has an interest in telling stories of career development and success. We had a chance to record our conversation earlier this year, and I'm excited to share a bit of it with our listeners. Without further ado, here's our chat with Carrie Young, creator and host of Paths in Progress. I'm just going to introduce myself real quick. I'm Kirby Wells. I'm a film and media student at Suffolk University. I'm here with Carrie Young. Carrie, could you introduce yourself a little? Yeah, my name is Carrie Young. I am a classically trained musician. That's what my degrees are in. I am a higher education professional. I've been working in higher education for about 16 years, and I host a podcast called Paths in Progress, which is a podcast for students that talks about education and career paths. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I'm I'm a classically trained musician. That's what I studied in college and in graduate school. And after graduate school, or actually during graduate school, I had kind of one of those realizations a lot of people have that deciding that what I thought I wanted to do wasn't turning out to be what I actually wanted to do is I started to see what the lifestyle would be like. And I was learning a lot about the real life side of things. I decided that that wasn't the life that I wanted to pursue for myself, even though I really loved music. So um, I found other ways to do that. But I eventually I ended up in academic advising. I started at a community college, and then I moved to a major university. And for me, That was a really good fit career-wise because one-on-one relationships is something that I really love and I really strive for in my life and I invest a lot of time in. So finding something as my job where I could sit down and talk with people one-on-one and talk about life and their goals and what they wanted to do and build that relationship over the four or five or however many years they were in college, that was something that I really enjoyed. And so um, during that time as an academic advisor, I started hearing students You know, they would hear about different opportunities, whether it was about internships or perhaps a different kind of career path, maybe a study abroad opportunity or a summer program. And so often they would say, gosh, I really wish I knew about this earlier, you know, so I could have planned for this better. I feel like I missed opportunities. So I started to think about how I could help students hear about more opportunities earlier in their college um, education. So I ended up designing a course for the department that I was in, and I was trying to plant seeds and give them a lot of ideas about things that they could do while they were in college or different career paths they could think about. I mean, we talked about everything from, you know, different majors and minors to certificate programs, internships, different ways they could utilize their time in the summers, 
resumes. And then the second half of the semester, I brought in panels of professionals that would come in and tell their stories, you know, how they got to where they are. And there were a lot of common threads. You know, one of the biggest ones is that nobody ended up exactly where they thought they were going to, right? We, we can't really, we can't predict that at all. So I had this class and eventually I was promoted through administration and I decided to leave that university a little over a year ago. And I thought I was going to go into something different. I kind of needed a break. A lot of people during the pandemic, particularly in education, and I wasn't just in education, I was also in the arts. So when you put those things together, the pandemic struggles were gigantic (laughs) and it was really difficult. And I have two small uh, young children I had at home while trying to do all that. After I left that position, I just, even though I was pursuing something else, I just realized that I really missed that part of my work. I really missed helping students, trying to give them more information on the front end of their educational path and really telling these stories of people in their paths and how they got to where they are. So I started to write first for some in in my head. At first, I thought, well, maybe I could write a book. And then I realized, you know, I can't tell the stories of all these other people in a book, right? That's not my place. So I started thinking about a podcast. And the funny thing is, I had never listened to a podcast before (laughs) at that point in my life. So I started listening to a few and doing a little bit of research and realized that starting a podcast was a very doable thing. And I knew a lot of people in my life already who had incredible stories that would be great to share with students. And so I just started. And that was a little, we just had our one-year anniversary of the podcast last month. So just published episode 45, and it's, it's still moving along. And it's been really awesome hearing the stories of all of these people. And everybody's really had a heart to talk about their story in the context of helping students and giving them advice and sharing tips and, you know, things that helped them along the way. And it's just been like a passion project of mine. And I've really enjoyed doing it. All right. That kind of answers my second question. Also, what inspired you to create your podcast? Uh, You said like the pandemic, working with students, uh, in general, everything that has happened in the past year, basically. I'll move on to my other question then. How do you get ideas or inspiration on who you want to interview on your podcast? Yeah, that's a great question. It it comes from a lot of different things. I mean, one thing, you know, is kind of a large scale picture. You know, I'm trying to have a lot of variety. You know, I don't want, I try, I don't interview you know, two or three people who do the same thing in a row, you know, so I I look Mm -hmm. at the big picture and I'm trying to make sure I'm covering people from a wide variety of backgrounds, um, a wide variety of experiences and um, different career fields, different types of work that people are doing. A lot of themes that I like to highlight within the stories is, you know, I haven't interviewed anybody who's had just like a super straight, easy path, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm interviewing people who, generally speaking, have had kind of a winding path. Perhaps they had some major struggles in their life that they had to overcome. A lot of people started out in one major and totally changed to something else. Some people are doing something that's completely different than their major was. You know, like the work that they're doing now, they've kind of landed in a different spot. But everybody has tied together. I think there's kind of this negativity sometimes around people getting a degree and then choosing to do something else. But it's been really interesting to have conversations with people 
you know, even if you don't get this, you know, X degree and go into that same field, a lot of people have been really eloquent about how they've tied what they did learn in college and skills they picked up in college and the networking they did during that time or perhaps an internship that they did. And it still all leads down our path. It still all ties together, right? So those have been really interesting conversations to learn about how people have tied different things together over the course of their education and career path. But how I find people, too, a a lot of people I've interviewed are people that I know. I've lived in several states over the last 20 years from where I grew up to where I went to college. And then I transferred during college to another state. Uh, Then I went to grad school in yet another state. And I've done different programs in different areas of the country. So I have... I have a great network and people that I've worked with over the years. So most of the people I interviewed are people I already know. Some of them are like friends of friends or colleagues of colleagues. You know, I've had people come to me and say, hey, I know this person who has this great story. It'd be perfect for your podcast. Here's their email. You should reach out to them. So I've done a lot of that. And then a few people have been people who have actually found me, um, particularly on LinkedIn. Um, my, My network on LinkedIn has been really interesting to see how people have reached out about the podcast and what we're doing. So a few of the people I've interviewed have been people who reached out to me on LinkedIn and said, hey, I love your podcast. I love what you're doing. I'd really love to share my story because, you know, this, this, this happened to me. So some of it has been that way. So it's been fairly organic, but I'm I am really working on trying to kind of cover all the bases and cover a lot of different career fields to hopefully have a lot of different types of stories represented in the podcast episodes. What are some of your goals as you think of the future of your podcast? That's an interesting question because one thing I've learned during this period is I'm trying not to have specific expectations or trying to have, you know, kind of blinders on for particular things that I want to do because from the time I started putting this podcast together, I've had so many unexpected network connections and opportunities come my way that I'm really kind of going with the flow of it. And (laughs) I do have goals as far as, you know, of course, you want to grow and you want more people to listen. And as I've grown my network and reached out to more people, you know, I've had opportunities with conferences, I've had opportunities um, to speak to groups of students. Um, I have some writing that I'm working on. So it's interesting how when you have a podcast, a lot of different things, opportunities can come out of that because people hear your experience and like the work that you're doing and want you to do that in other ways sometimes. So so I have a lot of different things going on and I'm trying to be open to what those can be for the future. But I'm definitely somebody who doesn't sit around and twiddle my thumbs. So I always want to be moving forward and growing. So I'm open to how that's going to be, but I'm I'm actually kind of pursuing that in a lot of different ways right now. All right. That sounds very nice. I just have one more question for you. Do you have any advice for any students listening who'd like to start their own podcast as well? Yeah, I think I was surprised by how easy it can be to start a podcast. I mean, there's people... There's so many kinds of podcasts. I mean, everything from like, you know, fandom of different things <laughs> to populations of people who have a similar hobby or who live in a particular area, who have a certain kind of career. You know, there's been a lot of like teacher podcasts, for instance, that have come out of the pandemic. It's, I would say, if you want to start a podcast and you have something that you want to say and you feel like you can positively contribute to the world in that way, go for it. It's re- you don't 
don't need a bunch of fancy equipment in a studio. Obviously, a lot of people have that, but um, you really don't have to have all of that to start a podcast. And there are a lot of platforms, you know, there's a big, there's a wide range of ways you can do it. There are a lot of paid things that you can do, but there's also a lot of free platforms to where you can record and upload things and edit. And it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Like for me, I'm not an audio engineer, you know, so I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? But there's a lot of different programs out there that are very user-friendly. So I wouldn't let things like that intimidate you. If you have something you want to say and you want to put something out in the world, I would say go for it. All right. That sounds great. Thank you again, Carrie. Thank you for interviewing with me. Thank you, Kirby. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at suffolk.edu slash careercenter and follow us on social media at suffolk underscore careers. <laughs>